Hello, hello. Happy Monday. Welcome back to Point Lines Ahead, Elevating Hairdressing, the podcast all about the art and design of hairdressing. I'm Cody. I'm a hairdresser in Washington, D.C., and I'm here, as always, with... Hi, I'm Tatum. I am a hairdresser in northeastern Pennsylvania. Today, we're talking all about self-discovery, which is a scary, big topic of conversation, or it can be. Yeah, it definitely can be. So we're going to kind of break it down to try to make it a little less scary for you. Because it's something that we we all have to go through at some point. And why not now? Everything that we've been talking about over the last few weeks, I think that this is a really great time to delve into that. So I'm going to be a super nerd and start out with the Oxford definition of self-discovery, which is the process of acquiring insight into one's own character. So what does, what does that mean? What is your character? What is it that makes you who you are? It's funny to, to read a definition sometimes and then go, okay, but what does that mean? Even though it's supposed to, the definition of a definition is supposed to explain to you what the thing is. But so all of us are, are made up of all of these kind of intangible little character traits. And a big, a big part of creative expression is understanding those pieces as much as we can so that we can really develop our, our point of view. And you really can't move past you know, the beginning stages of, of learning how to do something until you understand how you are going to do it. And in order to do that, you have to figure out who you are. Yeah. And I think that it's really important to note at this point, before we delve any further into this too, as you're, as you're discovering things about yourself, it's really important to look at it with a very neutral stance. Just this is what it is. Don't judge yourself because all of these things, you know, there's, there's a million tools to help you along the way. If there's something that you don't love about your character traits or if there's something that you really do love and want to celebrate, like just don't let your ego get in the way. If it's, if it's really awesome, something that you feel really great about. And also don't judge yourself harshly. Let's just move forward with neutrality and softness. And really that's the best way to understand truly who you are. Yeah. Yeah, The, there's a lot of this, this kind of like social media curbside logic that about like figure out who you want to be and be that person. And before you can, you know, do that, even though that's not a, not really a thing, but before you can do that, you have to understand the person that you are in the same way yes. that if you're creating a color formula, you have to figure out where you're starting from before you can figure out what are the steps that I'm going to take to get to an end result. So whether you want to change who you are or you want to embrace it or whatever, whatever you come to as a conclusion at the end of this, this journey, there's nothing wrong with you yet. <laughs> Let's <just> say that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with you yet. Cody, that's a really great analogy, though, of using the hair color. 
And I think that it's something that we see probably every day if you allow yourself to get on any of these forums every day. There's always somebody asking for a formula to get to silver. Well, if you don't know where you're starting or what the texture of it is or whatever, maybe you're already silver and you just don't perceive silver the same way. So that's a really, that's a really great way to put it. You have to understand where you're starting before you can say, oh, I need to change all of these things. Yeah. I don't know where that analogy came from. It's much better. (laughs) It was like way off the cuff. Love it. But. (laughs) We didn't discuss that one. (laughs) (laughs) That was not discussed. And if it had been, I would have taken credit for it. (laughs) I would have given it to you. (laughs) So to, to understand who you are, you really have to take a look at how, how you react to your everyday life, all different types of situations. Are you the type of person that approaches everything with a very curious mind? Are you someone who is just endless, has endless gratitude towards just being alive in general or for everything around you? Do you have a lot of self-control? Are you really optimistic? Are you really socially intelligent or emotionally intelligent? And all of this can be found in really paying attention to how we react to to everything in the world around us and that also affects the the way we interact with other people and and so many other things but the the important thing that that tells us when we can observe that objectively observe our our reactions to the real world is it starts to to give us a an idea of who we are and so I mean, if you, Tatum, you have employees. So, like, if you were hiring a new employee, like, what are the two, like, classic interview questions that you ask people? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Uh, Yeah, I feel like that's, you know, it's not necessarily even that we're, you know, I'm not evaluating you necessarily on your strengths and weaknesses, but... I want to see how self-aware people are as well. And I think that that's like, that's a great place to start, right? Is, yeah. is just taking stock of your own strengths and weaknesses. And I think outside of a job interview, we never actually have to think about those those questions personally, right? And it's interesting because it it's not even as applicable for a job interview, but there's just this really important element to that. What are your strengths and weaknesses in knowing more of who you are as a person? And again, it's not like those things are necessarily important for the job, but in knowing how you're going to relate to being a part of a team, what are different goals that we need to set moving forward? What are things that you want to work on? But I mean, when is the last time you, any of us asked ourselves those questions outside of, outside of that environment where, you know, how do you sit down 
and go, what are my strengths and weaknesses? And I think there's something really valuable in that, in a way, to give you a real kind of interesting summary of who you are. Yeah, I definitely think that that's that's really important. That's something that we should be checking in on pretty regularly on ourselves because this is something that can change, right? Yeah. And like you said, being able to to step out of it and approach it from a really neutral perspective and not as a like, man, I really suck at this today. Because right. we've all done that at the end of a day, right? Like you you took that that walk in when you didn't have the time or energy to do it and you're like, man, I just suck at men's haircuts or whatever it is. But in reality, it's like, no, I set myself up to do whatever. But approaching it in in a non-judgmental way and like, you know, the the having a positive, not even positive, but just a neutral voice in your head to, to observe your reactions to things and that the way you go through your day i i mean i will say i'm just going to throw it out there but you know if you if you don't have that that neutral stance i had a moment where i was talking to you just a week or so ago about like i i had a moment and there were you know to me the entire world was ending and you know, I was just going to set my whole life on fire. And you were like, I mean, do we need to choose the nuclear option? Or do you need to like take a breath and look at this from maybe not the perspective that you have right now? And so, I mean, truly, if we don't have a realistic view of ourselves from an objective, like realistic and objective, then we are either super inflated or we could we have the potential to be super inflated or choose the nuclear option yeah and i mean in saying that too like we all have those moments where we kind of unravel right yeah. where there's enough things happening so it's you know it, it's helpful to have a friend to say okay let's step out of this for a minute yeah. <laughs> but we've all done it like i've done that to you too where i'm like the world is ending right now absolutely and you're like seriously like your shoe is untied are you seriously <laughs> like <laughs> um, i think it was that your blacks didn't match right <laughs> that's <laughs> how many times did that i forgot my lint roller <laughs> um but it's uh it, it's important to be able to to neutrally observe these things and i think before we start, you know, and we're our own worst critic, like everyone has said that ever, but we're our own worst critic. And before we start like diving into, I have to work on this, I have to work on that, you have to make a, a list, right? You know, if you're you know, these days, like you put your Instacart order in and before you can start thinking about like, you know, your substitution, you have to make the list in the first place. So, and a lot of the time, I think just understanding yourself and embracing certain personality quirks is like the biggest gift we can give to ourselves. And truly the best way to get there is to really sit with yourself. 
take the time, set aside for yourself, whatever, whatever it is that you do, whether you meditate or journal or just sit in quiet or be in quiet while you're making your breakfast in the morning or, you know, on your walk at the end of the night or whatever, whatever it is that you do for yourself, like take time to truly reflect and, and find those things. And it's important to focus on things that resonate in a positive way and things that you might feel a little bit ickier about. So it, the, the more the more in tune with yourself you are and the more present you are, you start to notice these little feelings that creep up in your body and you know where the, that the message is actually coming from you and not from a place of relating to how another person thinks or whatever. Something might feel a little bit off. Great. That's a miss. You know that you're not going in that direction. Something feels really good. You know, you're in this, in the right area and then you build it from there. So it's just, you know, kind of finding the little pieces first and then building from there. And I think too, like, you know, it, it's an important, we all have different ways of going about things. And there's a thousand like YouTube videos or Pinterest pictures or whatever about self-care and, and what other people's versions of that look like. But I don't know, like a really simple way, like let's turn this into a little exercise where, you know, at some point when you're ready to do this, write down three of your strengths and weaknesses just objectively, you know, I, I can sit here very comfortably and say, I am not a good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm cool with that. <laughs> can confirm. And I know that I personally am really not good at organizing. My brain works in this way that if everything is is perfectly put together it doesn't make sense to me so what some consider organized I consider maddening and so I think just to just to observe that and just just understand it understand that it's there before saying okay I need to work on whatever it is I need to go take dance lessons or whatever no one needs that in their life but (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it might be. And I think another piece of that to build on that is to think about like a normal week, right? We all have things in a week that we're excited about and we're not excited about. And so maybe after listing these these six bullet points, what is something you you feel really positive about each week? And what is something you feel really negative about each week? And I think that that, will start to help us understand like the snapshot of, of who we are before we can start pulling it apart and editing it and, and pretending like none of it works or whatever it is, or this is a, a terrible thing about myself or, or whatever, but just to, to have a, a neutral stance on, okay, let me observe who I am. So, so we've made the pie and now what? We've got the ingredients for the pie, and now what? <laughs> now you eat it. 
<laughs> no. See, but that kind of ties back in. Like, I feel like sometimes we try to do things all out of order. So, like, yeah, I'm going to go eat this pie, but you haven't even baked it yet. So, you know, so we, we get there. We have this very clear view of ourselves now. And you get to make real grown-up decisions. What is actually good about this? What feels right? And what maybe do I need to pay a little bit more attention to? And then you write your plan. Whatever it looks like for you, don't go to a book or, you know, an an already set up thing, like figure out what's going to work for you. You've figured out what feels good and what doesn't. So move in those directions. And I think so it's interesting the like how we're very different people where, you know, I've got my my bullet journal, which is like such a millennial silly thing to do, but. It's like, without that, like, I start coming apart at the seams. But it's funny, when I first started getting into it, and you look at what other people are doing, and, and their setups, and their this and that, and, you know, I got so obsessed with, like, adding all of these new, like, habits into my life, that I stopped thinking about, okay, but why am I doing this? And why do I think I need to do that? And, like, you know, that, does that mean anything to me, really? Is does that like add any value to my day <laughs> by like making sure I've tracked this? So I think it's uh, sometimes these weird systems and thought leaders and things have, you know, these things that aren't grounded in reality. So I think just paying attention to yourself first is the like, if you don't start there, you know, you're just applying rules to. <laughs> exactly and I'll say so this is funny and I think I've talked about this on the podcast before I have not a bullet journal but I have what mine is called a panda planner and there are different moments in it what am I grateful for what was I you know what are the habits that I'm trying to get into what is my schedule for the day what it's it's a bunch of different things so it helps me to keep my schedule straight because phone doesn't work for me. If I don't write it down first, like not tangibly, like writing it out, then it doesn't trend my brain the same as like putting it in my calendar in my phone. But there are sections in my Panda Planner that I straight up cross out because I'm like, I know that I'm not going to do that. And I don't want to look at that every day and feel like because I am not living up to whatever that's a piece of it that just is not going to work for me or it's somewhere that I'm just not at yet. And so I'm going to meet myself where I am. Right. That's the, and, and I think that that's the being able to observe something like that from a neutral standpoint and just be like, why am I constantly, I'm doing this to myself over and over again. Let me become aware of it first before I, you know, can't organize things that don't exist yet right or that you don't understand right it's like I'm not going to make space in my kitchen cabinets for dishes that I don't have yet (laughs) or dishes that I wish I had there's no reason for it (laughs) so I, I think that's step one so 
do that exercise, you know, we would love if you want to share it, cool. But you don't have to. It's more for you than it is for anyone else. And so whatever, and some people, it holds you accountable to put that something like that up. I know for me personally, I work on those things very privately, but whatever, whatever works for you. We're all different people. Tatum just crosses them out, apparently. <laughs> I cross, I, it, and when I do that, I cross out the entire page. And no, yep. it's whatever this, whatever this means to you. If it makes you feel really good to put it out there and truly feel really good, not just the validation feels good, but truly, then put it out there. If not, keep it to yourself and then just, you know, emerge a new person the next time you post something. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no recipe for this either. Much like everything else that we talk about. <laughs> the extra, that exercise should be interesting. I'm going to do it tonight and we'll see what comes out <laughs> on that note. But, uh, <laughs> So, and I mean that, I think that brings us perfectly into our, our parting thought for, for this episode that comes from John Waters himself. And, uh, so this is from, uh, a book I got as a gift called Make Trouble, which is a speech he gave to graduates from the Rhode Island School of Design and just a little one line from this where he says we've all been dealt a hand deal with it let's not even say anything else about this let's just throw it up because that's something that depending on where you're at that sentence could meet you in very different ways and I can't wait to hear what you guys say talked about this seven times what does that mean i have you about one of your weaknesses is taking bullet point notes not knowing what they mean 30 minutes later because i have now seen this over the course of the last year (laughs) that's my contribution that and the analogy that won't make it into this episode's Hopefully, all goes well. Hooray. So are we good? Yeah.